Hey everybody and welcome to the third episode of the JLG Grey's Anatomy podcast. My name is Jesse, and I'm really glad that you've decided to tune in with us today. Okay, so if you're new to this podcast, I always try to start out with a quick overview. Now, however, this overview isn't as quick as I'd like it to be. Um, this podcast is over the Grey's Anatomy episode, is it 21? 21? 21. Desire. So we start out, and I really like this opening scene with all the interns together, and I think it's really great that they're all working together, and they're not being overly dramatic, or they're not acting like they're in high school. They're just working together, and they're having fun, and they're enjoying each other's company, in a way. (laughs) And then um, we have Burke working on his and Christina's wedding at the same time all this is going on, and um, she doesn't want to work on it. He's trying to make her pick out a cake, but she's more interested in being with her friends and studying. And then we have the intro to the um, to Callie's flashcards. Um, Christina wants to study off of them because apparently Callie was like, with these flashcards, she rose to the top of her intern test. Okay, so the next story is the relationship between Meredith and Derek. Um, Meredith thinks that Derek was ignoring her um, at her request, and she vows to become a good girlfriend. Um, she she says she's going to communicate with him. However, we kind of start to see that she doesn't really understand what communication is because she thinks it's telling someone where they are, what they're doing at all times. That's not really communicating. <laughs> but, well, that comes into more play uh, later. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, we have the 28 days part of the episode with Addison and Mark. Um, Addison's, like, Mark is really excited that these 28 days are coming down and, you know, he's kind of in it for the end. And Addison is less impressed and less interested than he is, which you would think would be the other way around, because you would think that Mark wouldn't be able to change his ways. But as it turns out, Mark can change his ways, and Addison is changing as well, and she's changing to be less interested, though. Okay, we have Burke's cakes. Um, I think that these are extremely important to the episode, as they're bringing everyone together. (laughs) And Christina here refers to the fact that she thinks that Burke is turning into a girl, because their relationship has always been where Christina is more of the typical male, and Burke is the typical female of the relationship. (laughs) But um, uh, she she points that out, and it was kind of cute. Okay, then we have the intern exams, which is what they were studying for earlier altogether. And um, so they aren't doing as much within this... Uh, within the hospital. They're not scrubbing in and doing everything. They're doing the least amount possible so that they have time to study because they need to pass this. And <laughs> this is also the scene when Bailey is choosing her cake, and I think it's really funny that she just takes the whole cake with her. And then Izzy and George have this conversation that they've moved on or whatever, like there's nothing awkward between them, which obviously is not true. The fact that they must bring it up at all moments is just proof that they're not moved on at all. And then the main case is introduced, um, and Miranda wants to do the clinic because it is her thing, and she wants to do this case because it's a very important person, it's the head of the hospital board or something, but she, but Richard says, no, you have to do this case, and, um, she has to give, um, delegate her powers to the ever-annoying Sydney, who, in a sense, I love because she's so annoying and obnoxious, and in another sense, I hate because she is annoying and obnoxious. Okay, then we have Alex and Ava, and I'm going to call her the major gossip sponge. She doesn't gossip, but she absorbs. And um, Alex is giving her the cold shoulder. Uh, she is encouraging Alex to make a move on Addison before it's too late, as she says, because because of the Sloan thing, which she knows about in the 28 days. 
the attendings are acting like little kids again, which is my favorite. When all four of them are just like, like when they were sitting on the floor and they all want to talk to the chief. I think it's great. And um, in this see, scene, they all want to help and get an edge to become chief by helping out the head of the hospital board, who does have a very big, powerful say. However, <laughs> the boys are like, how are you going to help Addison? You know, being neonatal OBGYN, I think, if that's what she is. And <laughs> Burke says, he doesn't have woman parts. But anyway... I thought that was cute. Again, I think everything's cute. <laughs> the case, again, with Burke and Derek are working together in a way, and yet <laughs> um, Sloane is kind of interrupting with his blunt uh, interjections that are kind of just out there, and yet they're so right on. He's kind of like the Simon from American Idol. He's he's very blunt, and he says things that people want to say, except for he does it in a way that's really not tactful. And then we have Addison choosing a cake, and it's really cute. And she's thinking, like, you know, if I choose a cake with fruit in it, you know, it'll be less. It'll be, I can say it's healthier. And um, then we find out here when Alex walks in that he knows about the 28 days. And that kind of puts, kind of shocks Addison. And then we are introduced introduced to the nose-blowing guy. Izzy has to stop the guy from talking because um, he's talking about this girl that he wants to get together with and he wants to be with, and he can't. And he's, like, saying all these things that really hit home um, to Izzy for about her and George. And it makes both of them very uncomfortable, and it's it's a pretty comedic moment. And, um, and then Crazy Annoying Sydney comes, and um, she does a good job or whatever, and she, like, she's very thorough, but it doesn't make her any less annoying. And then um, Christina tries to suck up to Callie, but we find out that sucking up to Callie won't get you the cards, because she wants those cards really badly. Um, And then George got paged by Bailey, and he finds out that (laughs) Bailey just wants him to check up on Sydney. And then um, the major theme for this episode arises, and it's a a cheating theme. (laughs) Adultery. And it comes through the head of the hospital, who's the very important patient, and... uh, and his assistant, Celeste. Is it Celeste? Okay. And then, um, Sydney is really overlooking Bailey's motives for her work. Bailey is looking more, um, for not, she, Bailey's looking for more out of her job. She's looking to be a good surgeon, a good person, and to get something out of it. She's not looking to be good so that she can be chief resident. She's not looking to get an edge on things. She's just looking to be a good person. And Sydney fails to see this. Um, and then we have George and Addison with the assistant who we had found out that she was cheating with the head of the hospital and um, she brings up these themes and it really resonates with George and Addison and like they're trying to find out why the assistant hasn't left the head of the hospital and it's just a very resonating scene. And then we have the VIP patient saying wake up Richard. Um, Basically you are the best. People come here to for you, and you have nothing left waiting for you at home. You need to step it up, stop worrying, and you don't need to retire. And then we had come to something, which I will talk about more later, but Kelly and Addison, which is a really great relationship to me. And they're talking, um, well, Ava sponges, where she absorbs all of what they're saying. And we start to see what Addison really wants out of life, and she wants the man that she gets together with to be a father. But, um, and she sees that uh, Sloan isn't that man. But she also sees that Alex really isn't either. Um, but she's really attracted to Alex. And um, Kelly does point out something, though, that um, Alex is that guy. And he will become that guy. Okay, so then 
Callie's been obsessing about Izzy Stevens and George um, and their togetherness and their closeness as friends. And Callie isn't really sure that there's something more that's going on there. And at the same time, she's sure that there's something there that she can never have. And um, Addison's way of dealing with this situation is she tells Callie that if she is obsessing, there is a reason. And um, Callie really does need to discover this reason. And it's really important that she does. Then we come to a scene with Izzy, Sydney, and Bailey. And um, Sydney doesn't believe that in Bailey's good intentions. She's saying, you know, I know this is about you wanting to become chief resident, but this is about the hospital because Bailey doesn't like that Izzy's doing, um, is it a nasal lavage? She thinks it's pointless and she sent the guy home a couple weeks ago, twice even, and she just doesn't really understand why it is necessary for Sydney to do this. So now we have a scene and, um, this is when the fish, I can't even remember what the technical name of the fish was, but it's the penis fish. And, and this guy um, was in the Amazon, and he has got this fish, which is attracted to urine and blood. And um, Meredith is still trying to communicate with Derek by telling her exactly what she's doing and when. Then we come into Ava and Alex, and they're talking, and she keeps pushing for Alex to um, move to Addison and try to get with him. And she's about to say something that could be a, really important to their relation to the relationship between Alex and Addison. It's a lot of A names. Anyway, um, and then then she starts to seize before she can actually get something out. In this time, Alex is looking good to Addison as he's trying to take care of Ava, and he's being very caring and loving and sensitive, which is unusual for him. And then we see um, that Bailey, a new scene, sorry, Bailey tries to do it all, and she feels bad about missing um, something in the clinic. She missed um, this guy, has spinal fluid leaking through his nose, he doesn't have a cold, you know, he's... She sent him home twice already, and she's going to send him home again, but she missed something. And um, she just feels terrible, and she doesn't know. Like, this is abnormal for her, I guess. And then we have Ava has to have her baby, and it's media, and she doesn't want to. Um, they're working on her, and Alex is calming her down. He's telling her she's not alone on the way, and when she's in the operating room, she is stressed out, and she thinks she's dying, but Alex can calm her down. And Addison just keeps giving these eyes to Alex, and you know that... Addison's thinking, he is the man that I want, and he's the man that I want in my future, not just for now. And then um, George and Celeste, the assistant, puts Mrs. Leary from Dawson's Creek. Okay, I don't remember what her name was because I can't remember what the head of the hospital's name was, but she played Mrs. Leary on Dawson's Creek. But this is the wife of the um, the head of the hospital board. And I'm going to refer to her as Mrs. Leary because I don't know anything else. <laughs> and um, they begin to talk about cheating, cheating in relationships. So then we go on to this um, other scene and we have Meredith talking about cheating and how the assistant and the man, um, the head of the hospital, got what's coming to them. Karma, you know, it's, that's what he gets. And it's making George and Izzy especially uncomfortable because they wonder, you know, what's going to come, what's going to happen to us because we did something wrong too. And um, Christina's like, that's not true, whatever. And Meredith's like, no, Addison showed up. That's what happened to me and Derek. This karma always happens. And then George and Izzy are trying to, are really uncomfortable, and they're trying to kind of overlook what Meredith is saying, and then they have, like, this sweet interaction with Cake, and it's their distraction here. And um, Callie sees this interaction, and she's just, like, the fate look on her face is just not pleasant. I would not want to be uh, George at this point, although I wouldn't want, anyway, I'll get to that later. And then we have Addison, who wonders if Ava and Alex, <laughs> she confronts Alex and says, do I have another Denny Duquette case on my hands? And... I think her confronting him is just a way to try to, in a sense, to try to push him away, but it really doesn't work because she ends up going with 
um, she goes with him and she, you know she she kind of attacks him and wants to sleep with him and which is different for Alex but I think it, it was good to see this for her character uh, because she is she's pursuing something she sees what she wants and at the same time she's waited so long so she really does have like good intentions for it so I have a little more respect for it okay um so next we have <clears throat> Callie is really annoyed with Christina because she won't leave her alone about these cards and um then Callie's like fine I'll give them to George and then you can you know if he wants to share them with you he's he can do that I don't care but um Callie has a slight change of heart because Christina's like, George won't share them with me. He'll only share them with Izzy because they're so whatever. And um, Callie gives in and she likes that Christina doesn't like the relationship that George and Izzy have. And I think it makes her feel better because she's not the only one who notices it. And um, well, and that really brings brings it home to her because she realizes that, you know, she isn't the only one that's noticing it. She's not going crazy. She's not just being super jealous. It is really something that is there. And then we have Frazzled Addison and Alex as um, they come out of the on-call room. And they have, like, a awkward mor- morning after kind of thing going on. Even though it's not really the morning after. It's, like, ten minutes later or whatever. And um, Mark, it's really awkward. They have a hard time, like, talking with each other. And um, they don't know what to say to one another. And Mark is looking on unbeknownst to Addison. And he just looks devastated. Okay, um, then we see Callie traps Izzy in the elevator, which is an obvious meeting place, and it's a great place if you need to trap someone and you don't want them to move, as we saw Meredith did to George. Um, she wants George back because she cannot compete with Izzy, and she knows that, and she's not trying to. And she tells Izzy that she doesn't think anything is going, she knows nothing is going on between the two of them, but at the same time, she doesn't know any other way to change things, and she just wants to be with her husband. And I think Izzy really does take this to heart. Um, and then we have a super packed surgery. I don't know what OR they're in, but they're super packed in there. And um, it's the surgery with the penis fish. And um, since Bailey feels responsible for the spinal fluid guy that was leaking through his nose, um, she's in surgery with him and um, with Derek because she wants to take care of him because she had missed something. And um, she does get called out because she is supposed to be in the surgery with the chief. Um, helping the penis fish and um Izzy tries to ignore George and when she's up there watching the surgery with the one with Bailey and the leaky spinal fluid um she tries to ignore him and turn him off because she really does see what has happened to poor Callie and she sees that you know he really is married and she's been suffering for so long and she just needs to get away from him for a little bit and she calls George her penis fish and it's really funny and then we have Mark who is in a funk after the Alex and Addison deal. Um, he tries to convince Meredith to have a meeting of the Dirty Ex-Mistresses Club. And Meredith, like, just doesn't know what to do. <laughs> she doesn't know where he's coming from. She doesn't know what's going on. She has no background information. She's just, all of a sudden, there he is. And um, she doesn't want to. Mark hit it on the head, though. Something that is not related necessarily to his problem with Addison. But... Meredith asks why, um, why he assumed that there was something wrong with him and with Meredith and Derek. Mark says, you know, something is always wrong with you and Derek. And it's true. There's always something wrong. And I think that's a little annoying, but I, we'll talk about that later too. Then we have Alex who doesn't want to be what he has become. He's become a decent guy and he doesn't know if he likes it. That's after some words from the, um, from Ava and he doesn't know if he likes where he's 
headed in his life. He doesn't know if he's ready to give up his bad boy image. Then we have wise words from Mrs. Leary slash lady I don't know the name of. Um, George looks shocked and a little bit scared because Mrs. Leary says, you know, the wife always knows. So he's like, does Callie really know? And he realizes that there's a chance that Callie already knows that what he's hiding from her could only be hurting her more because she does know. And then we have Celeste um, leaving her mistress, <laughs> I guess if she could be part of the Dirty Ex-Mistress Club, and she leaves. And then the wife leaves too. She takes a good hint and she realizes that it's time. And then George leaves the room, but he leaves for much different reasons because he knows that he could end up alone because he's messed up so badly. And I think that's a really important point. And then we have Izzy and Burke with a cake, and it's really interesting because Izzy and Burke aren't always the tightest of people, but they always seem to come together. Like in the Thanksgiving episode in season two, um, Burke comes together and pulls through with Izzy, and I think that is really special. And this is very reminiscent of that, where Izzy tells Burke (laughs) a bunch of stuff, and Burke just doesn't want to know. He doesn't want to know that she cheated and with George. But even though Burke is disappointed in George, most likely... He does give great advice, and it's it's hidden in um, cake metaphors, which can make it a little difficult to know exactly what he's trying to say, but you get the idea that he is trying to help her out. Then we have Meredith, who wants to apologize to Derek for um, ever, like, being a bad girlfriend, and Derek is just not receptive to this, which is a little bit annoying, because he's just so rude, and, you know, Meredith is trying her best to communicate, and he just will not reciprocate any communication with her. Um, And then we have Addison who wants to talk to Mark and he doesn't want to talk to her. And he lies to her about having slept with someone. And he says, you know, I broke our deal. I didn't make it. I couldn't do it. Once a man whore, always a man whore. It was really good of Mark to do that because it's really good for his character and his growth of being able to let go of Addison. However, it's very hurtful to Addison. And then she goes and tries to talk to Alex. But, um, you know, Alex doesn't want to talk with her either. He doesn't want to be that man. He doesn't want to be the father who teaches his kids to throw a ball. He just wants to, he just wants to be who he was. He was perfectly happy being Alex. Um, and then we have Miranda, who doesn't want to go home, as she's really dedicated to her work. Um, she's dedicated in a way because she doesn't want to miss anything. She doesn't want to hurt anybody. She wants to do good. Um, but the chief is warning her, you know, if you don't give time to your family, you won't have a family to go to. And I think that's really important is that Meredith Meredith <laughs> Miranda is never home and she's not with her family you know what about them she needs to pay a little more attention to them then we have Derek and Meredith of once again hit a rough spot because Meredith tries her hardest to be a good girlfriend but she can't do it for him he's being ridiculous <laughs> in my opinion my humble opinion he hit her hard with his um his speech about how he can't breathe for her and she doesn't know how to respond and I think she um Well, and then she gives him a chance to show that he is willing to work it out with her, but he doesn't respond. Um, Derek is kind of the enabler in this relationship. They need to really learn to communicate with one another and not just talk to one another, but to actually communicate and to have a great relationship and to work together on this. Derek shouldn't have ever been breathing fully for Meredith. He should have been helping her and supplementing her. He should not be the soul of her life. And then, um... We have Izzy picked out a cake. She picked the red velvet. That was that was a little earlier somehow. But then um, Brick asked Christina what kind of cake she wanted. And she was like, oh, the red one. And um, somehow these two, no matter what, they're still learning to work it out as a couple. And they're still doing a fairly decent job. 
but they're also a little bit avoiding their communication issues. Then we have George, who is working on leaving, leaving, contemplating leaving. Um, somehow, Izzy wants him to stay away. She doesn't want him to, to get too close to her, but um, she still wants him to be available for her. And it's kind of, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And she just doesn't seem to see that at the moment. And we don't know what's going to happen. And that's rough. Then we have, Addison is losing everything. And everything that is holding her in Seattle, she's losing. She's losing her, you know, she lost Derek. And she's lost the other two men that she was interested in. And so now she's left with nothing. And the end of the monologue says, The people who suffer the most are those that don't know what they want. So I guess that's something to contemplate about. So we are finally done with the recap, which turned out to be much longer than I meant it to be. I am so sorry. And I'm going to touch on a few topics now. Um, let's talk about Addison and Alex and Mark. Uh, first of all, I just want you to know that Addison is like my favorite character because I'm cool or something. I don't know. I really like Kate Walsh a lot, the actress. And I really wanted her and Alex to get together. But I didn't want it to be Addison's way out. I didn't want it to be her way out of the show. I wanted, I don't know. I didn't want this to be part of the reason why she left. But I was really impressed with Mark. And I was really appreciative of the fact that he's grown. I feel that he may have redeemed himself in my book. Because he may be a dirty ex-mistress or whatever. But he really loves Addison. And he just needs to learn new ways and grow up. And I think that's what he was really doing. And yet she couldn't, she couldn't fulfill her end of the deal. And I think that it's really rough that he gave up so much. I mean, he gave up his lifestyle that he had held on to for years. And um, to me, that says a lot about a guy like him, that he really does want something and he really does want it bad. And I feel bad that Addie hurt him like that. And yet I feel bad that Addison got hurt too. And I don't really feel bad for Addison. I don't really feel bad for Alex because in a sense I understand where he's coming from about not wanting to change who he is. But at the same time, it is time to grow up, you know? That's what, I don't know. And I'm really sad that this is Addison's way out. And I don't know if I've said this on this podcast before, but I love the character of Addison on Grey's Anatomy. But if it means more screen time for Addison, I'm willing to try out this new um, this new show. Especially because I will watch anything with Kate Walsh in it. Okay, and then we have the issue of Meredith and Derek. <laughs> they are bothering me. Because there's always something wrong with them. As, you know, as... Sloan pointed out, you know, why can't they be happy? It really makes me frustrated because I think about the best times on Gilmore Girls with the Luke and Lorelai post-kiss, and I think that it's when they're happy. So can we just get a little happy time where, you know, things are going fairly well? <laughs> I think Derek is being ridiculous, although I see where he's coming from a little bit. I see that it's important for his work, but work is nothing without a family, I feel like, or at least someone to care for. And Meredith is trying to breathe on her own, and she's committing, but where is he, you know? Meredith is doing her best. No one has taught her how to communicate in the past, and she's doing her best. Now, someone needs to explain to this girl that communication is not um, talking. Communication is like a mutual understanding between people and, like, learning from them together. And she's not doing so well with that, but I really, I don't know. I really just, I think she's really trying. And then, and then I wonder if... Meredith's walking out is a sign that she can want to change all she wants, but she may not be able to. And I think it is possible that she may not be able to change on her own, but maybe she needs someone to help her. And maybe that's where Derek's place is. It's not to do it for her, but to help her to change. And I think that's where that should be. 
Okay, and then we go to Izzy and George and Callie. I mean, what don't you talk about here? I feel terrible for Callie because it would be better for George to remove himself from the situation. But at the same time, I think it would really suck. <laughs> like, I'm not okay with George at this moment. Um, I feel like a lot of this is his problem because he and Izzy did make a mistake together. But Izzy wants to fix it. But does he does not show a want to fix the mistake. He wants to cover it up and pretend it never happened. But that is not how you move on from a mistake. And that's why he is making me very angry. And, I mean, if he is going to be leaving Seattle Grace, he's going to need to tell his wife anyway. And then what? I mean, it could be it could be terrible. <laughs> and um, that's where I, like, I, that's why George is making me exceptionally angry. And I don't like what he's been doing. And I think that Izzy, people don't like Izzy and they find her annoying. And sometimes I think she re- really is annoying. But she's doing her best in this situation. And that's what she's always done. And that's what I respect about her. She's a tough girl. Now... This is probably my favorite relationship, and I'm really going to miss it. Um, This is the worst part about Addison's new show possibility, and it's the lack of the interaction between Callie and Addie. Um, I love them together, and I love the way that they vent with one another. From the very beginning, when they started working with one another, um, when a girl fell and, like, broke her arm in the shower and she was pregnant, and her baby died, and Addison had to tell her, and Callie comforted Addison, I really think that was the beginning of one of the greatest healthiest relationships on the show they confront things head-on and they're very honest with one another and they actually communicate they don't talk they communicate and um i think so many other characters on the show dance around things um but and they talk a lot but they but they dance around the subjects and i think that callie and addison's relationship is a really it's really good for callie in that it helps her to understand like marriage and being with george and what to do and it's helpful for Addison because Callie does the same thing. She grounds Addison, and I really appreciate that. Um, some of my favorite moments from the week would be end quotes would be Christina referring to the head of the um, the head of the hospital board um, as the VIP penis. I thought that was really clever. Some people didn't catch that, but I really liked it. And um, <laughs> when Sloane came in. When Derek, was it Derek and Burke were looking at x-rays or something? The x-rays, and Sloan comes in and says, um, your girlfriend wants you to know that she is blah blah blah, she's doing this or whatever. Like, I just thought that was really funny because it's so not Sloan. And then, um, Christine's excitement with the penis fish and, like, all the information she knows and tries to tell the hospital board, like, head of the hospital board, like, what she knows. <laughs> and she gets really excited and they're like, uh, settle down. <laughs> I think it's really cute. And then we have George as Izzy's penis fish, and George is like, uh, you don't even have a penis. And she says, it's a metaphor. (laughs) And I just like that because Izzy's metaphor was just kind of a little bit out there. But at the same time, it was so right on, but it was also a nice comedic relief right there. And then, um, when Izzy says, can you be a vault? Because she's eating all this cake, and she's eaten, like, a billion pieces of cake. She's, She's like, I've eaten a cake and a half, and I'm not even full yet. I liked that moment. That was cute too okay so here is what we're going to go through next is i want to talk a little bit about my ideas for this summer my summer plans um once this goes into reruns which actually i believe is sooner than some of the other shows but once this goes into reruns i'm gonna put out a mass podcast to cover all four of my podcasts do i have four yeah and um, maybe some other interesting things on tv and it's going to become more of like if you guys have listened to the TV Guide podcast, it's going to become more of that where it's like more general um, just for the summer because I'm not going to go over old episodes. Maybe if there's one here or there, I'll put out a special podcast, but more than likely 
it'll just be this um you won't have to subscribe to anything new and it'll be on if you're subscribed to more than one jlg podcast um it's gonna be all of them are gonna be the same just so you know but um i'm gonna try to make it enhanced so that you can skip over the things you don't want to hear like say you're not a big fan of numbers and i'm talking about numbers you can just like skip over that part so i'm gonna work on making it enhanced and then also i have i'm now in the itunes store and you can actually search for me which is really exciting and um so go ahead and if you want to subscribe through itunes that's great and then you can also leave a review which i would love you to do and um i do take all of the reviews into consideration and make some alterations to the podcast the layout and the different information i include so i would love it if you would do that also someone suggested on my numbers podcast that i play scenes or something so that you guys can have a better idea of what's going on um well here's the deal on that one i need to figure out how to do this which means getting the software which isn't a problem i can do that um two is i need to check copyright rules i'm not sure what they are and i want to make sure that i'm following all the laws because i i definitely want this to be legal okay now i also want to hear i want your reviews but i also want to hear what you think about the shows as they come out and all the information and maybe what you hear in this podcast or anywhere else or like different news whatever you want to include i'm more than willing to listen so one way you can do that is you can leave a comment on the blog, which is at jlg-grayzanatomy.blogspot.com. And I'm actually working on changing that to um, not being at Blogspot. I'm working on purchasing some domains. But I, um, I definitely need to make sure that this is going to take. So also, other ways that you can contact me are through email. My email is jlgpodcasting at gmail.com. And I will read every single email, and I will reply to all of them if they render a reply. That'd be great. So again, that's jlgpodcasting at gmail.com. And then there are also ways that you can send me um, audio comments. And the ways that you can send audio comments, I have three ways now. You can record an audio file and send it to me via email. You can send me an audio, which is, again, on the blog, upper right-hand corner. And then... Um, you can also, I just set up a, a Skype account, and if you know what Skype is, um, my username thing is JLG Podcasting. I don't actually know how Skype works really well, and I know that you, if you want to use it, you have to download it, and um, it is free from Skype to Skype. It'll tell you about pricing, but it's actually free to do from Skype to Skype, um, so go ahead and set up your account. You can do that, and it's a really easy way for me to get your audio files. Um, you can just send me a voicemail via Skype. I don't actually know how it all works. If you have questions about that, I'm learning. I'm learning if it's not working right now. And lastly, I just really want to hear from all of you, so send all that stuff in. I don't know why that was last, <laughs> but um, if you have recently subscribed, I'm excited that you have joined us, and I hope that you stick with it. And things will be changing because we're still in the first few episodes, so we haven't got everything down yet, including... Um, including like i really want to include some listener interaction in this and i will be putting forums up as soon as more people get into it and hopefully that'll happen very soon and i'm working on everything right now i just finished with all my college exams and stuff so i have more time now so send in your feedback and anything else that you want to talk about and that'll be great so there's a new episode of Grey's anatomy which is a two-hour episode it starts an hour earlier than normal because um the second half or at least like an hour of it is devoted to the new show that Addison is con- um, that might happen with Kate Walsh or whatever. And so I encourage you to send me your thoughts and comments on this new show because I'm really excited because I'm I'm a big fan of Kate Walsh. So any more Kate Walsh time, and I'm a happy gal. 
but um, I'm also nervous because I don't want her to leave Grey's. But um, I just want to know what you all think. You can send me your before reactions and your after. And um, just definitely have a great week. And I will definitely be back with all of you within the next week or so with a brand new episode. Alright, have a great week.